This is the Fantasy Survivor Podcast. To start off our podcast, which is this episode is titled John in the Welfare State, we have a word of the day. The way this works, I'm going to be the judge. The first person in the episode out of you three, John, Jill, and Jared, to use the word of the day in a sentence correctly, A, and in a way that feels natural. And you're the judge of that. I am the judge of that because I'm not playing in this game. Are we allowed to look the word up? I'm going to give you the definition, but 100%. Oh, okay. The word of the day today, this is from Merriam-Webster, is ostensible. Does anyone know what ostensible is? I do not. Um, is it something you can make into a stencil? No. You lose a point for being so wrong. What? Ostensible means seeming or said to be true or real, but very possibly not true or real. In the example, the ostensible purpose of a filibuster is to extend debate. All right, continue. So, like, Chanel is ostensibly safe because technically well, she no. is safe. Well, no, Daniel, when Daniel but she told has her, her, she has a lot of focus on her because now She's Daniel... ostensibly a good player because I think that's much more objective. Like, I think you could argue either way. Oh, okay. It's something objective. Okay, cool. So, if you get it, you get a point. <laughs> for what? It's Where's going it? to culminate for the entire season. I'm going to pick out a special prize for the winner out of you three. It's a mystery prize. Is it a big hug? No. I feel like I'd be in for a big hug. He can't offer Should a big I, hug. One from each of you. Should I've been time. dying for a hug. I can't tell if you're being facetious. This is a for help. I've been told I hug like Voldemort. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I like Jill's hugs. Just not a touchy person in general. But I'm a very touchy person. I think your timing of hugs is perfect. So. It, yes. It's but but we person. vibe because I don't know both... if any of you have taken the, the, love lang- the five love languages quiz. Of course. What are you? I am words of affirmation and then physical touch one and two. Yeah, physical That's touch right. got a zero for me. That's not straight nuts. up zero. Yeah. So yeah, I'm aggressively. We're basically. I'm aggressively um, uh, acts of service and then quality time. They're like basically tied. That's I'm, weird, John, because you touch me physically every night. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like by far quality time. John then, asked me when I was like, "You're going to take this quiz," and he was like, "Is everyone's not quality time?" Jared, what were you? I'm trying to remember what the five ones are. It's, it's words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, gifts. and gifts. Yes. I think there was a fancy word, but it was gifts. No, it's gifts. It's That's just gifts. Just I'm pretty sure mine is um, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, um, acts of service, and gift giving. Gift giving gift giving for me was zero. Same. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting because I'm I'm really not a touchy person, like with anxiety and stuff like that. So it's it was a little shocking for me to see it. But the description that they give for physical touch to me does wasn't just like, "Hey, we're holding hands." It's it was a lot more than that. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna work our way through chronologically. I think that's always fun. We'll have to do our segments at the end. You okay with that, Joe? Yes, 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 yes. So John in the welfare state. This episode. No. Marianne tells everyone as soon as they get back that she has an extra. Literally, it's still like the dark. Like, mm. they've been back at camp for a minute, and she tells them. She tells them from the bottom of that alliance, she is the next person to go home. Even with the extra vote, they will still vote her out, because now that she has an extra vote, she's more of a liability. To be fair, dumb move if they do that. Great chance for Lindsay to be like, let's get out Jonathan or Omar, either one. Um, could potentially be Jonathan based on that promo, though. 
That weird is a weird pro. I don't that think I don't know if I thought about like, that's Jonathan rubbed Marianne the wrong way. Something about her being sloppy around here. Yeah, Peter. he said something and she was like, ew, and now she's looking to turn on him. So and she has an extra vote, so all she needs to do is swing one of them, and Lindsay's looking, I think. Yeah. She also but the next thing is is she found the three-way idol. Hmm. Two of my three two of the three are my people, Mike and Marianne. She does not have her vote. She also, Omar was there. She didn't tell Omar. Omar just happened to be there mm-hmm. to share in the experience. Can she cast her extra vote without having a vote? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But also the thing is, we think that Tori finds the idol in the next episode. So she could be idled up and extra voted. So I guess she could idle to get out of it. It could be a good chance for her to make a big move. All of a sudden, her and Lindsay have a lot of power. and they can make If it all she can ones. flip Lindsay. Yes. Yeah. If she can flip Lindsay. Which Lindsay doesn't like hers. So. <laughs> I don't know if she doesn't like her, but also she after that challenge, like that's gonna be a hard sell. Let's get rid of Jonathan, who's the well, only reason if you're going into merge. Death. If you're going into merge, that's the perfect time to get rid of Jonathan. He's gonna win every individual immunity challenge. He would have won that. He won that having picked up three other people. Yeah, he carried Omar the entire challenge. So the reason I think it's Tori that's gonna find it next episode is because in the promo for the season. It's that one about potatoes have skin, I have skin, am I, am I a potato? Am I a potato? And Tori's yeah. the one reading it, and she, scrunch, uh-huh. she does that face scrunch that she loves to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Tori sucks. She really sucks. Um, Still better than Fortnite. It's also funny because Marianne says the saying before this challenge, and it does not sound weird coming out of her mouth. Yeah, like it sounds so, so normal. normal. Yeah, and then she kept on talking too. She tried to tried to make up a story. Well, like for well, me, Jeff Edgar on. Yeah. <laughs> well, with Marianne, I was like, this completely tracks. Yeah. Something like, about a bunny having dinner time in a, a mailbox. In a mailbox. Yeah. It's yeah. the old story. What do you mean? Mike's, if you remember, is the magic of the game. Something about the game of soccer makes me cry. I forget. Yeah. What. <laughs> and then I just immediately hunts <laughs> really funny. <laughs> Um, so we, we yeah. go into that challenge. So Marianne says that weird saying. We go into that challenge. Jonathan quite literally puts a ladder with all six or all of his team members on his back and carries them to the finish line because it's not deep enough for him to not be able to stand up. I think it's a little bit unfair that it wasn't swimming for him because everyone else was freaking out because they were swimming and treading water mm-hmm. and he was walking because he's a full foot taller than any normal human being. I wonder if the tide, it's usually so much lower that everyone could have been standing there. Well, I do think it, what I bet you that's how it was designed. The tide got a lot worse from the time that Jonathan had the ladder and got it all the way to shore. Like even in the stance where yeah. they were holding it up because of how fast he untied those knots. I don't think he came up. He I did. hear you. Jonathan still dropped the ladder off, went back and saved Omar yeah. and Mary. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. That's an insane human yeah, thing. That was an individual immunity for him. Mm-hmm. Easily. Because Orange, I think, was farther behind than everyone else. Because Omar was like... Omar couldn't swim. In no man's land. He couldn't swim. So if he was in an individual immunity, he would have finished dead last. Same thing with Marianne. The only one that carried her own was Lindsay. Jonathan puts the team on his back. Roxroy screams, I'm trying to, at Drea. Him and Drea had some clashing heads. But I don't necessarily, I mean, I have teammates that I've, like, played sports with for years and years and years. I've been like, ah! And they've been back, and then, like, at the end of the day, when you win the game, you win the challenge, you're like, that's just what playing the game does to you. So I don't necessarily think that 
hurts or helps his alliance with Drea. Him being bossy at camp hurts his alliance with anyone. I think it would have been different if they lost. I think I think he would have been targeted for that because he hasn't not done that every challenge. Yeah. I don't even though he even though Drea has convinced other people that he hasn't been carrying his weight. I think I do Drea goes home if they go to tribal. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, because Tori and um, Swati had that conversation, and Swati's gonna be able to flip rocks. I think we under I think people are underestimating Tori and Rox's alliance. You mean Swati and Rox? Oh, I'm sorry, Swati. Yes, yes, yes. I do mean that. Thank you. We do have to talk about the fact that the challenge was called off for that middle portion. Thank God. Good. Bad challenge. Why do you say thank God, John? I mean, it was going nowhere. I. I... Do you think they would have ever got out of the water? I think they would have gotten out of the water in like an hour after they gave up and floated until the tide went down. <laughs> I think they tired out. themselves out, mm-hmm. which is very natural. That's yeah. what happens in like when you get caught in a rapid. You tire yourself out and then you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a couple of them did not look like strong swimmers in the first place. No. Um, and even the ones that were, I think there was a shot, was it Lindsay? I forget. It was underwater. They were swimming. No, it was Mike. Sorry. Uh, they were underwater swimming towards the knot. And I mean, they were swimming. Yeah, it was good form. Yep. They were not, they were going backwards underwater. Yep. Like, just what do you do when you can't go? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I think that, you know, there's only, like, for a production like this that's based on these tough challenges, they're supposed to be tough. But when it threatens kind of the safety, if you get tired enough in the water, you can no longer hold yourself up. Simple as that, especially with carrying a load. So, and then I they have to hold a ladder up. It's yeah. Just, yeah. To hold another person up while they climb the ladder, I don't know that I could have, I don't know that anyone could do unless they were Jonathan's height. I don't think anyone did the math on like what the pressure is on the person holding the ladder plus the water up the side of the ladder. Well, I mean, the blue tribe, I think they had it balanced up against the pole and then someone under it. And then, I mean, if you have it balanced up against the pole and you also have someone on the opposite side holding it down so that you know, it doesn't flip point. over the person. I didn't realize I think you could balance it on the I pole. I thought you had to hold the it. The problem was, is that even if you had balanced it on the pole, the like the key was like it, yeah. two and a half feet out from the pole. Yeah. So you had, so if you did put it against the pole, you have to have someone tall enough that can still reach it out from the top. Right? Or, jump. or jump. Or I jump. Mean, and that's... Well, I thought I thought they had to untie it at the top. They had to unclip it at the top. So you didn't film one. You can't off. jump then. Yeah, you're. Yeah. Like, okay, so yeah. So that's that's definitely more difficult. And if you so what can't, was blue doing. <laughs> so yeah, blue was just trying to make it work because they had no one tall or strong enough right. to do that. That's really really scary. Yeah. Yeah. And like the only other option, I guess, is to get someone underwater holding it. And that's and then does. someone going like like that's you're gonna drown. So I kind of want to see who designed this challenge. I really think they, I have they, to I think it went flawlessly when the tide yeah. wasn't going like that. I, I have would to agree. think so. I, they would have ran. Okay, it. but I don't understand how the. T- I mean, yes, like swimming to the knots maybe tuckered you out, but I don't see anyone being able to do that ladder thing without. With low tide. The closest I thing I can remember is that. No, but you still got to hold a ladder. Like, that's a lot heavier than people think. Yeah. In season four, they do a balance ride. challenge and on rafts. In the water, and there's like a, the tides are just crazy, and it doesn't last long. Like a challenge that usually lasts like half an hour, lasts like ten minutes because people just can't last. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the only thing I can remember anything close to this happening mm-hmm. for a challenge. It's really nuts. Yeah. Blue wins second place. Honestly, Roxroy and Drea pulling out that win. Joe, what's your yeah. mindset when that happened? Because you had the most riding on Blue, not just going like to drive. Pure relief, like. 
I was just so stressed. This would be the first episode I've ever had without someone on the chopping block. And like, just, I felt pure relief. And it's also nice because I was able to make up some ground for paying for Daniel Strunk. Um, because I'm still like seven points behind John, who's in last place next But to John me. also is still down John's two people John's down a bunch of players you. for sure. But I mean, my thing is like, I still need Daniel to give me five points to yes. make him worth it. So, you know, uh, I feel pure relief because this is a first tribal. I don't have anyone going home at. Um, but yeah. Jonathan gives a shock a bra on the way out, so I win that bet with John. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you a chance to double or nothing right. at some point this um, season. Okay, so then we go to them sending someone to the island. Yes. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. They send Omar and they send Chanel. And Omar and Chanel, like the biggest group of idiots that have never watched a single episode of Survivor, Omar, a superfan, a self-described superfan, go on, and they're like, yeah, you dread flag. Orange flag, you might say, for the Taku tribe. Um, they go up and they're like, oh my god, like this is going to be so great. Like If we can get something that both people benefit from, like why would we not do that? Exactly. Why would you not do that? So why would they ever give you that opportunity? Why would you yeah. never have a discussion where like, if there's an opportunity for only one of us, I'm going to get it. If there's only an opportunity for zero of us, we we both don't take, you know what I mean? And like, Chanel upfront said, I need my vote. I will not risk my vote. Yeah. Which is fucked them both for no reason. Yeah. It's also um, surprising to me because in season 41, the moment this game mechanic was released, Everyone told everyone. Everyone gamed it. And so then, whenever you came to this island, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Someone made the decision, I'm going to take the L, and then everyone else got an extra vote. In this, no one knows. Why is no one chatting about this? Marianne told Omar that morning. Actually, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. Told him that morning. Hmm. Yeah. Why didn't he he explain that to her? Oh, he did. And Chanel's exact words were, I won't risk my vote, and then she went I'm, and risked I'm her definitely going to need my she vote. She just lied. Wow. What an idiot. Chanel's name is going to come up a lot more in this podcast. It will. Yeah. She's yeah. going to be... Tonight. Yeah. She went from having nothing to an episode basically about her. Yeah. So, we get back, they both lose their vote, and we've been begging all this time to see Green's dynamics. Mm-hmm. We did not understand Green's dynamics, and they laid it out. It. Daniel laid it out pretty well for us. I did think so. Which is... And I want to talk to you, Jared, first, because Lydia and High are a 2-0, and those are both on your team, actually. Yeah, so that's definitely tough. Um, it's definitely tough because if one of them goes, the other one's going to be on the chopping block, um, which is not great for me to see. It makes sense that they would align themselves together, in my personal opinion. They'll probably have the most in common, they're the most similar in age. I don't know. Um, but I think the problem with... Um, with green now that we've seen is that they don't kind of go over those bounds of the pairs It's like, there's a little interaction, but to me, I thought it was just Daniel. Daniel was just going, was just bouncing from, from group to group to group. We'll get to it. I think it's a little more complicated than that because the, his pairing was Chanel and that does not, I don't see how yeah, that survives after that but, episode. Uh, and the other one, other than Daniel and Chanel, is Mike and Jenny, which just seems like typical old people. Mm. You're with a bunch of young people. The old people have to like align with one another. Well, the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting was I was, as they were kind of going around, I was trying to figure out um, the tribe dynamics in terms of challenges. And I think they're the only tribe that 
doesn't really have that strategy yet. Um, like in blue, you in the first challenge, you had Swati and you had Zach, who are like their puzzle guys. Um, we've seen Tori, Drea, and Roxroy kind of be the, the muscle, or honestly, just Tori at this point. Um, and then for orange, Jonathan is the muscle and everyone else is just there. Um, but green doesn't have those divisions besides maybe Jenny being a puzzle beast. And I think that's it. Like Mike hasn't been like overcompensating in strength. Neither has high. I don't know what Daniel's doing. I don't know what Chanel's doing. And Lydia has not participated. So I think that I found that kind of interesting is that they weren't doing any of their alliances based on challenges. They are, everyone's kind of just coupled up this season, which is very normal for Survivor. People usually find someone they're very close to, try to find someone you can trust. Hopefully it is, it is very coupled up. Though. There's usually some exception. Three More so than I've ever yeah. seen, maybe. Because it yeah. seems like every tribe has a duo. Like, people are just so duoed up. If you don't have a duo, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Uh, Chanel, I wrote down, and I really did believe this in the moment before she risked her vote, Chanel is the swing vote, which is right. You want your player playing in the middle. The swing vote players are usually the players that you want because they're controlling the game. They're not the ones controlling what's happening, per se. They're not leading the votes, but they are controlling what's happening. No one's voting for them. They all need them, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I did like that Chanel assumed immediately, without having gone to tribal, that she didn't have a vote. Like, it would have been really naive of her to be like, oh, well, I could have a vote, I could not, let's make two plans. Like, that's a little bit much. Immediately assuming you don't have one and coming up with a plan, I thought that was really good. She said, let's split. Yes. Yes. So let's split those votes. Let's get get half on Mike, let's get half on Lydia, we'll see what happens. Um, But then they go to tribal, and she really doesn't have the vote, and... High kind of sees her. He sniffed it out. Yeah, well, no, he didn't sniff it out. She <laughs> leaned over to Daniel and goes, Lady. No, before that. Lady, before that. Lady. He yeah, did say yeah, before that. High yeah. was, was like, Chanel's been calm this entire game until now. Something's up. He said that his fighting senses were going up, but like, everyone's fighting senses go up before yeah, trying. It's, so it's easy to kind of like write that off, but you can't write off of the first Lydia, guys, vote Lydia. Like, come on. So Chanel bonks that. And Daniel very wisely tries to be like, I think this was a miscommunication as they're going to draw rocks. He goes, I think this is a miscommunication. I'm not sure what's going on. Like, this is a really good deflection of like, hi, like you can trust me. Like, I didn't know. I'm really sorry. Ignorance get is on really board. good. Please yeah. get on board so we can get to the next one. And Making Chanel immediately. Is a good thing too. What? So Making yourself seem stupid is a good thing. Yes. And Chanel immediately gets defensive and completely boofs their whole thing. Running with it. So Chanel boofs this whole thing, and Daniel's trying to deflect. Daniel's trying to avoid drawing rocks, as he should. And rather than, like, digging into whatever he's doing, because he is really bright, Chanel decides to completely destroy her alliance with Daniel, as well as destroy her greater alliance, and essentially expose the whole alliance to the entire group, and... That's when High's like, I'm not changing my vote, like, sorry, sorry, and Daniel ultimately chooses High, which, honestly, for Daniel, great choice. Great yeah. choice. Yeah, and it's all in the name of, like, not even self-preservation, it's, like, self-image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not even, it's not, 
no, I'm not no be... benefit game wise. It's just like, do I look like a mean person? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy that makes us go to rocks. Yeah. It's like no one wants to be that guy. The only thing I didn't love about that move by Daniel was when he's like, "Will you hold this against me?" It's like they're gonna say whatever they need you to say to get past this. Like I don't know why you would even ask the yeah, question yeah. just for. You know they're going to. There's yeah. no, you can't put any stock in that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of need you. You're still a swing vote. If you could just done that math on your own and figured that out for yourself. I think. Although the whole tribe, I could see aligning against Daniel. That's what I was just about to say. Is he kind of screwed over both sides now? Well, not really, because he literally just so. saved Lydia. It wasn't. I mean, right, but it, none of it was his fault. Yeah, none of it was his fault. I don't. I don't know how people can be mad at him for that. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, but I will say, David, you had a good alternative to rock drawing. I do not like rocks simply because the people who are on the block, which were Lydia and uh, Jenny, they if that had gone, if they had not been able to make a unanimous decision there, they would have been safe from rocks, which to me is just ultimately not good. Like for Survivor, for two people to be on the block... And those people end up being safe and everyone else is what it ends up doing is making you more likely to come to a conclusion. It makes people more reasonable because they don't want to go home, which is exactly what happened with Daniel. I think it more should be that Jeff says you have an hour to go deliberate, like go back to camp if you need to do it right here. I don't care. It's probably do it right there because you want to get captured great television. Okay. So if you think that um, the people on the bottom should still be considered, what about, the same system, except for people drawing rocks, everyone is in it. I don't want, I just don't want a rock draw whatsoever. So yeah, that's what I, I, yeah, yeah, listen to I this what I do it is, because yeah. it's good. Yeah. I don't want a rock draw whatsoever. I think those two, you say, go decide for an hour, otherwise both people go home. Because then the alliances stay the same. No one's getting an advantage on alliances. The alliances stay the identical. If they go back to tribal next week, it's going to be the exact same problem, and maybe two more people go home exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh I just don't like the idea of Survivor, which is a, there's a lot of games of chance in Survivor. It's become increasingly more just like a dice roll, a literal dice roll in these last two seasons to add a whole other thing where it literally comes down to, do you draw the right rock or not? It's really frustrating. And for people who love this game and love the social dynamics of this game, it's a hard thing to defend, in my opinion. It's kind of like going back to season 41 with Deshaun doing the three boxes. Do or die. So what is your alternative? So either, so yeah, you give them an hour, you say you have one hour, you have to come back to me with the conclusion, otherwise both people who are tied go home, and just, so Jenny and Lydia in this case would have both been out of the game, Mm -hmm. which would have been, I think, more interesting I do have one slight problem yes. with that plan. Um, just like logistically, I don't think that'll ever happen because I don't think CBS would ever want a show that has a number of episodes that they don't have control over. If one day two people go out, I think that they, like they I don't know if they could plan for that. So I don't think. Oh, uh, I think it. it changes every year. Well, you could split an episode into two, and then CBS basically gets, like, more chance to do That's more right. detail. I, I don't know. I or they have so much they footage, can, they can make as many episodes yeah, as they want, and we would fair. eat it up. They're also, I mean, Survivor is all about twists now, so if two people got voted out and they came into that challenge, and there's a reward challenge or an immunity challenge, and they could be like, hey, you're playing for immunity, and at the end, do a twist and be like, psych, it's just a reward. Like, they could... They could do that with something it's like that. It's not unprecedented for two people to go home. Yeah. It's also not unprecedented it's for no one to go home in an episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Nine I'm looking at episode list. I want to see what the number. So thirteen in that episode. In that season. I will say my. I think my solution to the problem, which is my opinion. I guess it's always thirteen. I um. So I okay. I'll I'll go on paper. I don't like fire at the end of, of each season, but I do think that that would be a great opportunity for a fire building competition. That's Maybe a, that's a really good point. Um. So. It seems to go between thirteen and fourteen episodes. So they seem there is some leeway with how many episodes they do. Just saying. Um, we have to get to the fact that the ultimate decision, Daniel flips. Jenny goes home. Which Jenny last home. episode, when I asked for sleepers, mm. bus, and locks, mm. John gave me Jenny Kim as his lock. I said something about it earlier today when we were watching the episode about how confident I am. Well, how are you doing right now, John? You know, there's no more handouts. There's great. no more free agents not for great. you. It is not good, but it's okay. I have Jonathan, so I have a couple points left before he gets voted out, and hopefully, I'll be winning by then. <laughs> so. Do you think you have any chance, any shot in hell right now? Um, yeah, just because you never know how people perform in the end. It doesn't matter. I mean, at a certain point when you're in the merge, um, our point system having numbers isn't necessarily helpful. If one of my players makes to the merge and is consistently kicking ass, then I will be... Jonathan would be your best bet for that. Yeah, yeah. but if, that's if he gets there and everything. But you just, you know. Which I think he, he has will. to lose another group challenge, which is going to be a hard yeah. try for them. Yeah. So, so I, you're I, right, he yeah. might make merge. And I Okay, so now I have three people, right? Or Two. Two. I have two people Who now. do you have, Jonathan? Who's your second? Swatty. 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 Who hasn't really been challenged yet. So Swatty's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, a good player. Yeah. He'll be fine. Uphill battle for sure. Mm-hmm. I will also say my final thing about tribal council is that high being like, well, where are all the votes? I understand being confused, but you can't be that confused. Like you kind of have to start putting it together in your head. Like I'm kind of disappointed in him as a player. He looked like someone had drugged him. Yeah, he looked like he was gonna cry, yeah. and I was kind of like, oh, you can't that. get that upset when things get hard in this game. You have to be like, oh shoot, I just gained a ton of power. Like he should have been like, hell yeah. All of these people that I originally thought were against me do not have votes, and I don't know how long they're going to have no votes for. Like, he should have been like, ooh, maybe, and used that to be like, Daniel, you're aligning yourself with a bunch of people that don't have votes. What are you doing? I I think that should have been his play, and the play that he went with was just stiff-arming that he was willing to go to rocks and willing to take that chance. I think that's the reason Daniel folded. And I think think the problem with that is just, like, now we, we don't really know where Daniel stands. Well, I think yeah, he was willing to go to rocks because he's a bad player. He was willing to go to rocks because to him, like that didn't matter. And Daniel saw the strategic value of not going to rocks. But there's converse. I agree with you. It shows like, I'm not able to see a couple moves ahead. It also says to Lydia and other people, I will go to rocks for you if you're my ally, which is a huge thing. And players have said that before. Uh, I've heard players say those exact words is like, you know, I will go to rocks for you because I've done it in past seasons. Mm-hmm. So it is crazy. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what, what the start of the next episode is. I think for like. Stockwatch, high is going to have to be your stock because I'm going to be interested to where he's, he lands. He's still, he put himself in a, with a little bit more of a target on his back now, after today, at least. And then I think a promo that just was like, all the tribes are fighting over a little. Like like camp life things, so not really a lot to go. Rocks were being bossy. That's not new. 
not new. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced about Rockstar at this point. I'm just not in on him. Okay, so let's go into our segments. Um, yes. Let's do stocks then. Stock watch. So every each one of us, John only has two players left, so that's kind of hard. So he only has two people left. But you have to choose one of your players. And as a shareholder would, who, as douchey as possible, we are going to go through one of our players and say whether or not that stock, their trade value essentially, has risen. It's going to the moon. Has it just stayed the same? Has it kind of plateaued? Or is it dramatically declined right into the ground? By, John? By trade value, you mean like their value as a player? Like whether we see them highly or like, less favorably? Kind of. Also, like if you wanted to trade that, because trades are an option. I'd be willing to hear trades for some of my players, essentially. Like I might be willing to trade a Marianne for a Jonathan at this point. We'll be talking about it. Okay. Okay. I'll give you Jonathan for three of your players. <laughs> That's my trade offer. <laughs> to anyone here, uh, I'm willing to do it. It's a numbers game. John, I want you to give me one of your two remaining players, okay. Stockwatch. Stockwatch. You have to say, Stockwatch. Stockwatch. So, Squatty, can't do that. I don't know anything about her. So, I'm going to choose Jonathan. <clears throat> Bro, when I was in my frat in college, we used to check Forex every morning. So I know a thing or two. All right. All right. Jonathan, look at that tribe. There's no synergy. Jonathan, Marianne, they hate each other. Going down. No synergy. Stop watching. Stop watching. Jared? All right. Um, you asked me to do high, so I'm going to do high. Um, you know, he, he was on an upward trend for me. I'm not going to lie. He was on an upward trend. Um, I thought he was doing well in challenges. I thought, um, I didn't know where he was in terms of like tribe layout because they hadn't really been challenged in that. Um, but he made uh, a pretty ballsy play in terms of going to rocks. Um, and I, I see it going down. I, I'm going to be honest. I see it going down. I think he's got more of a target on his back. And... Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, I always yeah. Sell, it, sell it while it's, while it's dropping. Stock watch. Stock um, so as, uh, you know, I do have my bachelor's in economics, so you guys don't know anything. Um, let's look at just like the general supply and demand of my team. Um, supply <laughs> better than John's. So, you know, if anyone looks at supply and demand, like we have full on straight lines. So fundamentally we have something wrong with this economy. Okay. So more is more. <laughs> you really sound like a libtard right now anyway everything i ever wanted um so i'm just gonna look at stocks um i'm gonna look at volatility i'm gonna look at the the volatility of the game and the most volatile stock on my team right now is daniel he put himself in a very volatile situation and you know i think he's gonna come out on top i think it's a bitcoin situation with daniel i think he started at 399 basically because 399 to john you did not pick bitcoin when you saw the opportunity to get free 99. I basically paid well, $2,000. Harvard, Jill. Okay, well, this one went to Yale. So <laughs> you choose. And Duke. So I don't want to hear it. And life experience. Okay, do you know what that is? is the that young you, is people that when you these hurt days. Your oh my God. Walking? Anyways. So I think that, that John or that Jonathan or Daniel Strunk is my Bitcoin. Daniel Strunk is my Bitcoin. He's way up. 
That's hot, hot, hot stock. Stockwatch. Stockwatch. I do not have a bachelor's degree in econ. I have watched The Wolf of Wall Street 300 <laughs> times, so I think I know more than Jill does. I think Chanel has to be mine, because this is the first episode I know anything about her, essentially. She was rising. I really, I thought when she got back and she got right off that boat and she was like, we got to split boats. She was making plans. I was like, she knows exactly what she's doing. And then she just tanked tribal council. And I've never seen, that might be, I don't think it's the worst all-time performance. I don't think she, I mean, she didn't get voted out. So it's hard to say it's the worst ever, but she just fundamentally could not pick up on cues. She was not subtle, just not giving a lot of hope for the future. I'm selling she also beginning. As soon as someone says that they're the puppeteer. You're exactly right. She said, I, what was the exact quote, John? Do you remember about controlling the vote? I don't have a vote, but I'm controlling yeah. the vote. I can yeah. control the vote without even having a vote. How do you get voted off of Survivor? I'm really excited. I'll one. go first for this one. Yeah. I think, I honestly think I would be some sort of blindside. Um, and I think it's because, um, I don't know. I think I'd get to a point where I'd be too trusting of people. Um, and I think they could just pull a rug out from underneath me if if that's how it would happen. I think, um, I don't know, I think people would be able to not tell me something. And maybe I'd get a little wind of it, but I'd, I don't know, I'd put my faith in someone that didn't actually have my back. And I think that's what would, what would happen. I don't know how late in the game it would be, but... I think that's, I think I'd get, I don't know, just blindsided. You feel like another. people betray you most of the time? I think, I don't think it's people betraying me. I think it's more along the lines of, um, I'm being too trusting. Okay. I think that's what would happen. I think I put my faith in someone else and they would have that same kind of reciprocation and they might see me as some sort of, I don't know, threat to their game. Jonathan, why do you get voted out of Survivor? So... Too handsome. <laughs> I really always love the idea of fake idols. I think they're just like my favorite episodes or people getting surprised with fake idols. And so I think I would like one day get ballsy and make a fake idol and give it to someone and it would bite me immediately. And they'd be like, this is a rock with a smiley face painted on it. And I would go out that night and they'd be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I think that's what would happen. You'd be like, if this is a fake idol, vote me out. Yeah. So, John, I'll use it. Very seriously, because you and I, like, because your mom watches Survivor, you've thought about Survivor for a long time. So I've also thought about, like, what do I do the moment my feet hit the shore? Like, what is the first thing you do the moment you get to shore? Like, what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to align yourself with? I think that, um, see, it's funny you ask that question. I think almost the opposite. I think you want to do as little as possible when you first get there. I disagree. I think the first maybe week you're there, you want to prove yourself as a mediocre uh, performer in, tra in challenges and someone who has no strong alliances either way. I, I think you should be trying to get in, right? Don't like shut yourself off, but I think you should not be trying very hard for the first week. I disagree with that because Mariah in her exit interview just said like, Everyone else started playing day one. I didn't start playing till day five, and that's why I got voted out. I feel like you have to start playing moment because I understand what you're saying. Like you don't want to be a big target. I feel like if you don't make a connection with someone, you're just going to be the easy vote off. Sure. As Jill has said, don't give anyone a reason. Essentially, right. 
Well, I'm kind of thinking, I'm, maybe I'm taking that to the extreme where I'm like, don't give anyone a reason. Don't, why would you vote me out if there's someone, there's ought to be someone aggravating there. Don't make it be you. I think that's my thought process at the beginning. Really trying to find an anti-Marianne. Yeah. yeah. Joe? I think I have a big mouth. A very big mouth. Would you call it, yourself a bitch? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. A big time. I've announced that several times. Um, but I think that I would, like, say something snippy at camp about someone. Because I think if I were going to play the game of Survivor, I'd play it just like I played high school, basically. Like, you pick someone in the class that's, like, mildly annoying to you. I'm an incredibly average person. So, like, if they're annoying to me, they're annoying to the average person. So I'll, like, lightly say it to someone that I want to buddy up with, and then that's the instant, like, oh, thank God, like, we're going to be friends because you told me something in confidence that I could go tell that person. And then that's what kind of, like, keeps you in an alliance. But I think that, like, the thinner and thinner it gets, like, the harder and harder that play gets. So I think I'd say something snippy about someone that's in a higher power position than I think, and I think they'd be like, get out. And that's exactly how I would go home. I think you would do really well in Survivor. I think people. I think you'd be a sleeper and survivor. I don't know about that. I think I. I get hangry. Like I get hangry very. Quickly. You get hangry, but your endurance in like challenges like that, I think you'd be easily pulling your weight, if not more than that, in in challenges. And I think you would, if someone were to talk behind your back, you're very confrontational about that, and you'd make it apparent. I know that you climb, so you have a five ever body strength, huge. I think. I think that you would adapt to social situations well. Your endurance is insane. I think, like, I ostensibly have, like, some level of physical ability, but I also weigh, like, 115 pounds. Like, there's only so much I can do in one of those, like, big boat challenges. That's a, that's a Zach. That's a Romeo. Yeah, they're doing so well. Zach Romeo is still rocking that haircut, so I don't know what you're talking about. He does about. look like a real cutie on this island. Jill gets first point for worst, just because no one else tried. That wasn't a great use of it, but Not we should good. try. Not good. No. I also right. had, that's what that note said. I said, what was the word of the episode? Yeah, not gonna lie, I forgot it. <laughs> I tried to, use, I tried I to like, use it immediately after you said it, and I guess I just didn't count. I, like, looked up the I did. I used it. I was when we were still talking. I was, like, Googling the example sentence without the word, because I could remember the example sentence, because I remember being, like, the filibuster is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, so I think I'd say something snippy and people would piss me off and that's how that would go. I also like get tired of like drama really quickly and I think at some point I'd like crack and probably start crying. I think I would disagree with that. You live in, you love the drama. I love drama, but I don't like when I'm involved in it. Mm. I love other people's drama. Okay. I don't like being as involved in my own drama. Like things that are dramatic, like think about like, how, like we've known each other a long time. Like think about the things that are dramatic that are directly involved with me. I always try to avoid them if I can. Like, I don't, mm -mm. And I think that's why I'm so direct, is because I can't. If I can control it, I'll avoid it. But I think that's what where people go wrong here, is sometimes they try to skirt around the problem when they need to face it. Oh, good point. So I think that's that well, might just have to be have a play style touch. kind of thing. I yes, I, I agree with that. And I think that's where the hangry bit might come into play. But I think if, if she can play that that like light confrontation mm -hmm. play correctly. I think yeah. she might she might go far. Yeah. Can someone ask me the question? What about you, David? David, how would you get how voted would you out? get voted out? How would you get voted out? So the only on the way day. I'm losing survivors is if I get medevaced 
Mark my words, I would have to have like a kidney stone to lose Survivor. That's the only way I'm getting sent home. No one's snuffing my torch. Impossible. What if part of it you snuffed your torch? Can I be done with it? That's not a good real answer. Okay. So the real answer, and I've thought about this a lot, because again, I'm thinking like, what would, what's the first thing I do? First off, I think it would be my low blood sugar. Because I wake up in the morning, if I don't eat breakfast within an hour, I'm about to pass out. I'm just fundamentally... I don't know why Jill's laughing. If I don't eat breakfast exactly one hour after I wake up, you're going to find me dead on the ground in the kitchen. Not your low blood sugar! <laughs> For those of you listening at home, yes, that is Jill's real laugh. It's the best laugh. It's my favorite laugh. Do ne- never... The same as your If laugh. you have mean comments about it, the same laugh. Anyway, I think that if I got onto that island, I think it would go one of two ways based on how I know myself is that I would either be, I think I'd be either too likable or I would make no friends whatsoever and be the outsider. I could see it going either way. I feel like it just depends on the group with me always is whether or not am I at the center of it or am I just on the outside of it. Do you have an example of a character that you feel in Survivor is too likable? I mentioned Christian from David versus Goliath. Like he, like everyone's always after him. Um, season thirty-eight, which I'm watching right now, is a guy named Devins, which is a a a very good player. He's very funny, and everyone's very upfront. Like the moment you're not immune, like we're voting you out because you're just too likable. Like they've, I think the last three tribal councils, they've said like you, like no one here beats him at the final. Like, I feel like that's the kind of player everyone aspires to be, and I could see myself being that if it's the right group. I think there's a chance, though, if it was a bad group that I just couldn't find a way in on, I'd just be on the outside. I'd get voted out really quickly, mm-hmm. which makes the case for everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google did a lot of research on this, and, like, getting groups to jive is just almost completely random. They You've said this before. on this, so... So it's just literally just the group of... Where human beings are too volatile of... Of data. It's chaos. Yeah, we're just chaos. Chaos you can even describe, so worse than chaos. So those are our two segments. I think we might need to do one more segment just to meet our time. Um, We only have about like 40 minutes, I think. I have one. Okay. Mine was um, uh, a survivor mechanic. An entire season based around some sort of mechanic. New or remove? What? New. Is this after the original? Oh, an original one. Yeah. To add? Yeah. Replace something or just add it? It can be it could be something like in the previous season how we saw the the hourglass that could be one. I was thinking more along the lines of like um, blood and water, where you had family versus other things. I can't remember what the water. So it could um, be a theme of the season. It could be a theme of the season, or it could be some sort of um, implemented challenge of some sort. I can start us off. Go ahead. Um, I I I saw this on on Reddit, so I will give credit to this. I can't remember the user, but um, it's essentially a, a version of Survivor where there aren't teams from the beginning. That was what I was going to say. But um, So maybe they're split off into three kind of um, areas that are very near to each other. So everyone's interacting with everyone. However, at every single team, at every single challenge, you draw for teams. So no one's necessarily always on the same team, but the losing team will always go to tribal. So the losing, so not the losing camp, the losing 
So the camps, the camps are just areas, essentially, but everyone's interacting with everyone. Everyone's in the same area. There's just, like, maybe, like, three sleeping places. Basically, who's going to try, final tribe is always changing. Is always, uh-huh. always changing. So you have to make a dynamic with almost everyone. It increases the amount. It's like the social game of, of merge, but you still have team challenges up to a certain point. I don't know how well it would work, but in the idea of... You know, you could have a red team, a green team, and a blue team that are constantly switching based on the challenges, and you have to find the strengths of everyone in the entire game. Sounds interesting. I thought that might be. So I don't know how well that would work or how I think, old. That I think would be. So it's like an yeah. obstensual tribe at that point. He loses the point. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be really hard to track as a viewer. I think it'd be hard to film. I think that's honestly the that's, biggest yeah, thing. I think that the idea of drawing for teams for a challenge, I think that's kind of a cool cool gimmick because it's not always going to be the same people voting on the yeah. same people every single tribal. You'd have so to make lot, relationships. So you'd have to make a lot more alliances, and I think that would just it would just accentuate the social game of it. But I, I think it'd be very you, hard to track. I'll much. raise you one thing. Last season, 41, there was a challenge post-merge that had them split into two tribes randomly. Um, and then only that half was eligible to be voted out at tribal. And I think we unanimously didn't like it. Well, it's because it was the time thing, plus half of them had idols. Yeah. So you have to That's play, fair. you have to have idols there was very a lot, scarce there was a lot in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that tribal was half of the... So I think 12 people, like 11 or 12 people went to tribal. Half of them were yeah. immune, plus another person was yeah. immune. Yeah. Plus Erica, so seven of I think seven of the twelve were immune. Right. So that le- the only reason Sydney went home in that vote was a she used her shot in the dark, and b there's she confusion. Was just, what do you do? It's Take just you only have that. so many people you can vote out because there's yeah. only five of the twelve. Yeah. I don't it's think crazy. To do. I think I can see it working. I don't I think know, everyone say, should yeah. go to tribal. Yeah. So I think you're when they come back at the end of the night, that's when you're seeing who got voted out of the entire camp. Hmm. Uh, I can go next, I guess. No. I, I, my original, when you said that, the first thing I thought of was just no tribes. Not what you're saying, just no merge. Starts at the merge. Maybe a smaller tribe just to make it less insane. Um, but yeah, I can see that being interesting. I don't know. Not much more to elaborate on, though. Jill, do you have any of these? Oh, yeah. I've been saying this since day one, mostly because I'm obsessed with Zane. Um, I just want a loser's fighting yes. for the bottom. I mm. want everyone that was voted out immediately to come back because I want to see a tribe full of people being like, wait, how do we split a vote? How do we use an idol? Like, I want a bunch of people that are like, huh? And like, you get someone that's like of average intelligence being like, if two plus two, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like this huge groundbreaking thing. Cause I do love when I'm like dying laughing as someone is like running around camp, like doing dumb things. Like it's, uh, you know, I think that'd be really interesting. I think it would also be kind of interesting if you, I don't know how they would verify this, but if you got an entire cast of people who had never seen Survivor. I don't think there's any way Yeah, to... you can't get that. Yeah. Like, how do you vet that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I don't yeah. know how you track that, but yeah. can you imagine them walking in the camp and be like, wait, we have to build stuff? It would be fun if you had people sign up for like Love Island or something. And, and just like, Just kidding. It. It's Survivor. Survivor. You're getting no food. <laughs> yeah. You're not finding love. You know what you're this is the Bachelorette, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes me think of something else. Because my Survivor ideas. Okay. They clone Coach. 
It's 18 coaches. <laughs> we would another. love that. <laughs> who's the coach and who's being coached? That is the game. Who's the real coach? Um, villains versus villains. So this is actually a genuine one. I don't ever... A lot of people want heroes versus villains too. I do not. Um, watching every hero just like jack themselves off at the idea of being a hero oh, and heroes God, versus villains gets so very awful. unbearable. Um, I'd rather everyone just embrace. I'd just rather have a chaos season where everyone's a villain. Everybody knows that everyone's a villain. Trust nobody. Who's the best of us? I would love it if they did a heroes versus villains, but like, they like, not everyone on the heroes tribe was a, like, they sprinkled in like a couple mafia. of villains, and then they put a couple of heroes in the villains, and the heroes were like, what? No, but, but, but mom, <laughs> no. One of the funniest things about that season is they asked the heroes, they're like, do you think you should be on the villain tribe? And none of them say yes. And then, like, every one yeah. of the villains says, yes, we should be on the hero tribe. Yeah. I think it would be, I think like, Heroes vs. Villains would only work if they didn't know which one they were. And you still just had two tribes. But they were you, randomized. Yeah. Just only Heroes and Villains. Yeah. <laughs> but the the villains, I don't know how, like, I think it'd be really cool to watch that because you'd have villains being played by villains and you know you're going to get backstabbed if you play someone. Like, that would be a pretty cool dynamic. Hmm. Because, like, everyone's going on that, like, aggressive play style. Who would you add to that? Who would you put into that villain versus villains game? Oh, dream scenario. Shan would... I think Shan, Shan would be in there. Yeah. Ricard would be in there. Um, for more See. recent seasons... I think Kelly Wentworth would be in there by this point. J.J. Um, Wentworth. J.J. Wentworth. 877 Cash Now. That's our sponsor for this episode. <laughs> ben would have to be... Your VPN. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. War Dog would have to be in there. Google Fi. War Dog's an ab- absolute nightmare of a human being, but so fun to watch. Um, i trying to think who else I would put in there. What if they did, like, a Survivor season of, like, only young people, like, like, under 18? Is that legal? Well, what if they did, it's like... called Kid Nation. What if they did, <laughs> like, 18 to 21, and then they did, like, 55 to 60? Because I'd love to see that. Geriatric survivor. So they did Gen X versus Millennials. So everybody thinks we will eventually get Millennials versus Gen Z. I'd be into that. But Millennials are also like into Gen Z, so it's not as fun. I'd like to see like... Boomers versus Gen Z. Boomers versus Zoomers versus I just like want Boomers to do more things publicly. I want Fathers versus Sons. This... Like blood versus water, I want fathers versus sons. That's a, that Ooh, actually that I sounds like really that. good. Yeah, and I want professors so. versus students, just because I'm a professor. Selfishly, yeah. I think it would be fun. I think it would be cool David to see them have to merge. We could also you could also do teams like three friends. teams based on what like degree they held or something like they that. Kind of did that with heroes versus hustlers yeah. versus. Okay, heroes. but indirectly, I got a question for you. Know. So let's say that two of us end up on Survivor together. We make merge, and one of us stabs the other in the back. We come home afterwards. Are we all still friends? Also friends. Absolutely. I would treat it completely Absolutely. as a game. I bet it is hard not to I would to make jokes personal. for the rest of my life, but it'd be, I would, yeah, I'd be fine with it. You'd have a ton of inside jokes. A lot I, of bits. I refuse to believe I'd be the Shan of the group that would be, like, grilling the people the moment they get to Monterosa. It's a game. Again, I love the seasons where everybody's just like, we all respect each other, we all love each other, but we're all trying to get a million dollars. Like, those are the funnest seasons to me. 
Because, like, all the pretenses are away. It's just, like, who can play the best game, personally. I thought it was kind of interesting. Bringing it back to Season 42 is when Orange Tribe was just asking people, hey, what are you here for besides a million dollars? Because some some people are going there for multiple outcomes, right? Everyone, of course, wants Those are people I want to play with, if I'm being honest. If people are saying anything but a million dollars, get them out, I think. Or go make them your go. Like, think of, like, the answers people, like, legitimately give, like, Find myself. All right, That's Lisa. Stupid, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Lisa. It's like what to be away. Mariah from your family. said that. All right. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I like so I don't have to see my wife anymore. Like what is that? I work from home. Like I need yeah. to my wife's kids. a bitch. I want to get away from. <laughs> yeah. Um, the game mechanic that I have, and I've thought a lot about this. I want there to be an advantage where you can choose who on the other tribe has to sit for a challenge this is my dream because i think if you get that and you make jonathan sit for a challenge that's just like broken it's so good mm. i would love for like in that challenge who sat for green daniel and lydia mm-hmm. but maybe like they're safe then or something like that no 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 i think you're like it's truly just to even the odds it would just be a way to even as like jill said like i think sometimes the tribes get too wonky well, one side's too good. They're imbalanced. Just, just a way to balance it. What if there was another one that was like, in the very, very beginning, it could say it was like a, some sort of advantage that was like you have the option to switch tribes, but you can choose who you're flipping with. Ooh. I do want to say, watching Edge of Extinction, which is not a great season. Mainly because of the winner. I think people. I think if the right person won the season, people would talk about it a lot differently. But there is a moment where people who have been voted out into the game have a chance to play back in, and everyone who's still in the game doesn't know that they've been waiting to get back in the game. It's a great moment when they show up. I think if they would have done it, they make the mistake of doing it twice. I think they should have waited later into the game. I think it would be an amazing reveal. Like, just, like, the kind of... Because I think people would not want to face the people that they've just voted out. Like, the stomach drop of that is really cool to me. Ron gets final word. Yep, I just got three for rocks. Um, and then... Romeo and... Did I just get two of them? No, Tori. Tori, that's who I have. Yep, 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 yep. That's it. I got four points... Both from the Orange Tribe, Marianne and Lindsay being on the Orange Tribe getting both points. I didn't get anything else other than that. That puts me at 16 overall. Jill's at 7 overall. Brutal. Jared? Um, I got 2 points from Omar on Orange. I got 1 point from Drea um, on Blue. Um, And then Omar came through with the title drop um, for this episode, which gave me 1 extra point. And that leaves me at 15. So I had three points from the challenge, right? So two from Jonathan and one from both Swati and Jenny. Um, So that came out to three, right? But then I also had the final question from Jenny, which unfortunately, RIP. Uh, So that brought me up to four. What what, what was my uh, running total right now? Ten, I think. You're at 14. So it's Jill seven, you 14. Jared 15, me 16. Very oh. close race. Yeah. And, uh, so for some people. Yeah, so a three-way tie for the most points of the episode, so they're defaulting to me as my 
Do you have a final word? Do you have something that you disagreed with throughout the duration of this podcast that you would like the final word on? No, but I do. I want to leave. I want to leave you with a quote, you know, because it's always at rock bottom where you can only go up. Goodbye.